fantasy and some flights. Exploring the realms of beer, board games, books, and bourbon. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy and Some Flights podcast. I'm Nelson. I'm Dalton. And we are coming to you from quarantine. And so the audio may sound a little weird because we're not using our normal mics. And this is not going to be a normal episode. It's going to be kind of a fun one that Dalton came up with. Dalton, you want to explain the the premise of this episode? Yeah, so today we are playing through Welcome To, uh, which is a roll and write game. And it's also um, the only one that I've ever played. But we realized while talking this week that we could play a roll and write over a podcast because we can sort of reveal uh, what is happening in the, like, quote, roll part of the game. And then... Because uh, Welcome To specifically has a phone app that you can use as the right part. And we'll walk through all this uh, later in the episode. But that we could basically, we can play together online and just read out what we are playing to you guys. And then you guys can join. So that's what we'll be doing this episode. We'll be kind of walking through how to play Welcome To. And we'll be playing with each other. And you guys can play along and show us kind of how you scored. Yeah, absolutely. So right now, if you have an iPad, an iPhone, an Android, or pretty much any tablet, go ahead and head over to the App Store, download the Welcome To app, and we're going to talk about kind of what we're drinking and what we're doing while that's downloading, so it can be downloaded when we're uh, when we're ready to hit the ground running. Yeah. So, Dalton, uh, even though we are apart, what's on your flight? Yeah, so my, my flight has a little bit of homebrew, actually, and it's not my homebrew, uh, because I don't know how to do that. But it is. I have a. I have a. I have a buddy from work who, um, who moved away and as a part of his like going away party, he had um, all this homebrew that he had made, um, and he was leaving the country. Like the job he had accepted was out of the country, and so he basically all the stuff that we didn't drink. He was like, "Well, does anybody want it?" Um, so I took a couple bottles of it. Been in my fridge for like a couple months now, but this seemed like a good opportunity to use it because I had always saved it for a rainy day. And being in quarantine, I have run out of beer. And so this has been my... Oh, no. It's, I know, it's exactly. Dangerous. I still have liquor. I still have whiskey if I need to break that out. That's okay. But yeah, so this is his uh, stout that he made. And I can't really give a whole lot of other information about it because it doesn't have a label that I can read. So, um, But it does taste a little... I would describe it as aged. An aged stout. <laughs> like if it was in your fridge for couple months yeah 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 i kind of like that kind of like that but it but it is really i mean i love stouts like stouts are my favorite type of beer if i'm gonna like choose a beer it's probably gonna be a stout and so i'm enjoying it a lot i remember liking it from the party but i also had quite a bit of it at the party so i didn't know if that was you know impacting my judgment of it at all probably not no probably probably not yeah beer doesn't do that but yeah so that's what i'm drinking tonight what are you drinking we talked about on the first episode there's this local liquor store that we went to where we were able to go out and get all of this beer for super, super cheap. And so right before quarantine hit, me and my roommate went back to that liquor store just, you know, to see if there was any more of that beer. And there was not. But they had even better of a deal. So. (laughs) (laughs) And and wanting to support local business like you do. Absolutely. Yes. So it's from the Horny Goat Brewing Company. The the beer is called Horny Blonde. And it's, it's, I'm showing Dalton the, uh, the picture but it, it's a goat with horns and it looks pretty sexy <laughs> as sexy as a goat can look that's but uh, they, that's were, pretty they much were they were running a deal where there was two cases so 48 beers for ten dollars there you go <laughs> so, so so we picked up this one and another one beers. and so i'm drinking it um it, it's not good <laughs> but it's no, cheap it, it's, 
it, it's really really cheap it's it's a bright blonde lager i'm sure if you know it, it's a little bit sweeter but uh my roommate is he taught me a trick where he he took and you pour about a shot or probably about half a shot of lemon juice in the bottom and then mm. you pour the beer and it makes it a lot better oh there I you mean, go it's, it's like sort of like a shandy now yeah, exactly. But and it's like so basically that's, that's spring now, so it's time for shandies. Pretty much, yeah. I don't know. I haven't been outside in fourteen days. <laughs> that good old quarantine. That would be the same if I wasn't. In True. Quarantine <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For us introverts, nothing really changed. The only difference is now we have to record mobily instead of in person. <laughs> yeah, which is sad. It I'm is missing, really sad. I'm missing. I'm missing you, bud. I know. I miss you a lot because it's like <laughs> I'm in my office, which is where we normally record the podcast. So like I'm in podcast mode, but like the room is significantly emptier. That's for sure. Is that a fat joke? No, it's not a fat joke. <laughs> you have a large presence. <laughs> it fills me with okay. love and happiness. <laughs> for your listeners that, that are playing through, welcome to with us for the first time. Don't worry, because I am right there with you. I have exactly no idea how to play this game. So... We have made it so yep. that, you know, no visuals are needed. You're just looking at your own phone or your iPad to play along with us. And Dalton is going to do an amazing job explaining all the rules to me and you. And so that we can follow along <laughs> and then he can subsequently kick our ass in this game. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've only played it one time and I was telling, I was telling Nelson before the show, I've also only explained it one time. And that was the first time I played, and I was, like, using the rule book as a guide. So, you know, in addition to doing our first play-along on a podcast, this is also our first explaining of rules on a podcast. So the next, I don't know, 10 minutes, it's not a, it's not a hard game to, to describe. I mean, the, the rule book's only, like, a, a handful of pages, and, and they're pretty small sheets. So it won't take too long to describe it. But, yeah, the assumption here is that you have never played Welcome To before. And we're going to, because Nelson has never. And so we're going to explain it as if you, you haven't. And, yeah, like Nelson said, I've been required to not use... Uh, visual aids so i am having to explain it to him without using any of the the camera okay so all right let's go ahead and jump in then. Hey, real quick uh who oh, yeah. who designed or published welcome to just so we can kind of give give credit where credit's due oh yeah credit where credit's due so the game designer and, and see you're really putting me on the spot here because i think they're all german um it's, <laughs> it's blue so i'm gonna be guessing at some names and stuff here uh, it's blue cocker games though is the is the company game designer is listed as Benoit Turpin, um, and then there's a couple of other names. Illustrator, graphic designer, and uh, Heinzeek. We'll go with that. Heinzeek. So, so let's dive into it. How, how do you play this game? Cool. Let's see. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain this, assuming that you have your friendly app pulled up. Um, this app does not play the game for you. This app is only a score sheet. Um, so Roland writes on the whole. You can think of it like grown-up bingo, basically. So like something random happens. In this case, it's going to be a flipping of cards. And then on your score sheet, you write down whatever whatever you want. And that's kind of how you're scored at the end. So like that would be like the right part, right? The roll is the random, the right is you actually scoring it on your score sheet. Um, so the app is only the score sheet. And so so you're, you're saying I can write down whatever I want, but those that writing down will be based on the cards that you flip up, right? That's okay. right, yeah. Just want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and so on this, uh, when you open up this app on this score sheet, um, there's going to be just a couple of, basically you're looking at the uh, score sheet part, and then on the bottom left, there's like a check mark and a calendar looking icon, and that brings up your actual scoring. And so there's kind of two parts to this. The first part that you're looking at is your neighborhood that you're trying to build, and that's where you're going to be laying down numbers and, and building fences and pools and, and uh, parks and that sort of thing. And then if you're wanting to track your score sheet, you'll pull up that, bot that button on the bottom left. Um, it also lets you name your town, which I think is super fun. Um, 
so you can write in the name for your town. Um, so the way this game is played, um, I have in front of me three stacks of cards. Um, the cards have a number on them, 1 to 15, on the front side, and then on the back they have a picture. Um, on your turn, uh, or on a, I guess on a round is probably a more accurate uh, descriptor, on a round, I will flip the cards, and that will create three pairs of a number and an action. Again, there are six actions based on like these like special uh, pictures, um, special effects. I think they're called in the rule book. Um, and you, as then the player, you get to choose one of those pairs. So you pick a pair of a number and an action, and a number and an action, and a number and an action. And the the pairing of those is totally random because the numbers um, that flip up and the pairs that are on the back of the cards, um, you know, those are those are shuffled, so they're random every time. So so when you flip up the card, me and you and whoever's listening. Are choosing from the same three actions, or do I get my own? That's actions? correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the game actually on the box says that can pl- be played from one to one hundred people, um, <laughs> because they give you a hundred score sheets, and so like that's the. But the idea is, in, theoretically, er, you could play this with a million people if everybody had a. Score Which is, sheet. I think, why it works um, so well flip... over a podcast. Yeah, exactly. That's why it works so well over a podcast. Yeah. So you're you're right that there is a in the center. If we were ten people around a table. In the center, we would have the three pairs of, of number and actions, and everybody would choose one of those three. Um, but everyone has access to the same three. Perfect. Okay. Cool. Okay, so on your turn then, um, when I flip it up, you're going to pick a number and an action. When you look at your app, you sort of have three streets that you're building subdivisions on. When you write in a number, you write at your number on a house. So if you click on a house on the app, it'll bring up sort of like a scrolling number, and you get to just kind of pick whichever one you want, and when you select it, then it locks in that number. While I'm explaining, by the way, I would encourage you to like mess around with the app because you can see in the top left, there's like a power button. And then right next to that, there's sort of like a circling arrow and that'll just reset it for you. So don't worry about like like fiddling around in the app and clicking on stuff because we'll just reset it when we actually get started. So you can click on any random house and select a number. Um, and that, that number rule... is okay. going to be the number on the card that has been flipped up for that round. That's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. So you're picking... Um, you're picking a number on a house to build, and then you're going to pick the special action, which I haven't explained yet. But the, the only rule about placing the number, you can place the number anywhere you want, and you're just going to go in and select a number for that house. Um, they have to be increasing, though, from left to right. It would not be a good move, for instance, to place a 1 on the house on the farmost right, because I would never be able to place to any of the houses on the left of there, if that makes sense. Because I have to go increasing in number from left to right but it, along a street. So if I put a 10 on the fourth house... In a later round, I can come in, if an 8 is flipped up, I can put an 8 on the house to the left of that? Yes, that's okay, right. Okay, perfect. That's right. And you can put any number any number higher than 10 um, to the right of it. You cannot place numbers, the same number next to each other. So you cannot place a 10 next to a 10. Sounds good. Yeah, so basically, my, my round, that was my roundabout way uh, of asking, just making sure that I didn't have to play left or right. It's just, when I lay down a number, it has to be increasing down the road that's right and if you see when you click on houses it'll kind of kind of take a guess at what number you might be placing there like the app will guess that for you and that's based on like if you click all the way on the left it's guessing you're placing a one if you click all the way on the right it's guessing you're placing a 15 again the numbers go one to 15 cool yeah yeah um the distribution of numbers by the way is kind of normalized around the middle so there are more of the numbers in the middle and fewer of the numbers on the extremes fewer ones and 15s more eights and sevens and nines Okay, so you'll pick a number that you want, um, and then you get to play your special effect. Um, the special effect it are, is the thing that's going to most influence the points you score in the game. Um, like I said, there are six of them. I kind of think of them in like three distinct pairs. 
Um, so the first pair would be uh, landscapes and pools, which is like, or I'll, I'll probably call it parks and pools because like it looks like a park. So, um, so if you're, so these if, are things that I'm you're, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but it, I just, I pulled up the score sheet, which is the little checkbox in the bottom left. And I assume yes. you're talking about like the green column which like zero, zero, zero. And then the one with the pool, which is like zero to 36. That's right. That's okay, right. Yeah. Cool. Just want to make sure I'm looking um, at the so, right thing. Yeah. 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 So the parks and pools are things that you're building to increase the value of your neighborhood. Like I said earlier, whenever you place a number, you can place it in any house you want. And then if you are placing a park, in other words, if the park is the special action that is paired with the number that you chose, you have to place, you have to build a park on that same street. So if I build a house in the second street in the street that's in the middle, I would then go to the right side and you can see num the numbers 0, 2, 4, 6, and 14 kind of written in that middle street off to the far right side. And when I highlight it, it puts like brackets around and it gives me a plus or minus. So I put a plus, it puts a black dot over the zero. That's me building a park. If I was doing this on paper, I would actually just take my pen and like scribble out the zero. At the end of the game, the parks will score the lowest number still revealed. So as I'm like, basically as I'm building them, I'm marking out the, the lowest numbers from left to right so that at the end of the game, I'm scoring the highest number that is still revealed. And you can see if you like click on it a couple times, build a couple parks and then pull up your score sheet, you'll see there are three numbers under the parks. Mine currently has 040 because I went into that second street, built two parks. And so now that street is scoring a four for me. So any questions on how the parks are made? No, not from my point of view but basically okay. right now if i didn't build any parks the entire game i would score zero and if i built right. all of the parks then i would score let's try and do math 42 10 plus 14 let's... plus 18 that's right that's right yeah yeah doing math on the podcast well done um you can see that you kind of get a big bonus if you build all the parks so like in the middle street for instance it's going zero two four six which is like not a lot but then you build that fourth park and all of a sudden you're at 14. Like that's a that's a big jump right there. So I would say from a strategy perspective, you're going to try and build parks on a street. You probably want to build them all. Okay, pools next. Pools again have a placement requirement. So if you pick a pair that is a number and a pool, you have to build the pool wherever you place the number. So if I'm going to, on that first street, the, the top street, uh, third house from the left, let's say I flip a card that has a five and a pool on it. Like that's the pairing is, a, is the number five and then a pool. I could come in there. I'm, I'm picking the number five just because it's a low number. So it's like, realistically, I might place that there. But you could place any number you wanted there. I would place the five. And then you can see when I click on that on the app, when you click on that house, it comes up on the right with like a pool with a down, like downward thumb, I guess. And then a pool with a thumbs up that's green. And that's whether or not you're building the pool along with it. And you can see that, that kind of like changes from a red down thumb to a green up thumb. Thumbs up. Up thumb, thumbs up, whatever. Um... <laughs> So that's you building it. If you build it, then you can go onto your score sheet and see that the first pool, and, the, and that's, again, the second column, it's a blue pool-looking icon, um, has been marked out. And as you build more pools, you'll, you'll mark out more and more of them. And again, you'll see as you continue to build pools, it will kind of, your victory points that you're getting will jump up. So like at the beginning, it's only increasing by like three points, but towards the end, it's increasing by like four or five points, you know, and you're getting up to like 31, 36. That's a lot of points. Any questions about how pools work? Nope. Not for me, but so just to reiterate, just I'm going to re I'm going to re-talk through what you just told me just to make sure I understand correctly. Yeah. The uh if a if you pick a number pairing with a pool as the special action, you 
do you have to put that number where there is a pool? Oh, good question. No, you don't have to. Um, but if you want to build the pool, then yes. Okay. So if I flip up a number five in a pool, I would want mm -hmm. to put it probably where there is a pool just to take advantage of that special action. And I would click mm -hmm. on one of the uh, houses in the row with a pool. I would put five because that's the number that flipped up and I would click my little green check mark. And basically that scores yeah. me points at the end of the game. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And the, I guess actually all of these special actions are always um, optional. And so there are a couple others that you might choose not to do for one reason or another. That's good to know. Cool. Um, yeah. So just keep, keep that in mind that that is optional. Um, okay. So those are kind of, those are the first, that's the first pairing. The park and the pool, again, they're kind of, you're building into the quality of your neighborhood and increasing your victory points that way. Um, the second pair are twos that let you affect the number. So the first one is the temp agency. It looks like a like a orange, whatever you would call that, like a barricade, like an orange barricade. And again, like if you pull up your score sheet, it's the third type column. Thing. Yeah. yeah, like a construction barricade. And if you pull up your score sheet, it's the third column. That's what the symbol looks like. That means that you can add or subtract up to two from the number. So if I flip a seven and I flip a temp agency with that seven, that seven can be a five, six, seven, eight, or nine. Cool. Yeah, it can be anything plus or minus one or two from the number that is flipped along with it. And then from there, it just acts as a normal number. So I would go into any house, I would type in whatever number I wanted that was plus or minus two, and then I would go into the score sheet, click on the temp agency section, and you'll see it like brings up a plus and minus, and you would again just give a plus to say, I used a temp agency. Whoever, score, whoever uses the most temp agencies by the end of the game uh, scores seven points, and then the um, second highest scores four, and then the third highest scores one. Um, in the case of a tie, both, both players score the same amount of points. Okay, sounds good. So in that one, you're looking to use the most temp agencies. And this is one where for you and I, um, this is this is kind of the first area where like doing this over a podcast will kind of break it a little bit because there's not really a way for us to know how much a listener, how many temp agencies a listener will use, right? So um, I think the way you would do that if you're listening is at the end of the game, Nelson and I will say how many we have, and then you would adjust your score accordingly, right? If you used more than us, then you would go ahead and score seven, even though we scored seven. But if you want to know if you beat us, you could just like subscribe, subtract three of our points kind of thing, because we won't know how many you use. Perfect. We're also going to, we're going to have a little show notes uh, that accompanies this, this podcast, and we'll post our final score sheets and neighborhoods there, kind of hidden from a, in a link so if you go there right now you won't see the score sheets until you click on the score sheets just so if you do want to play along you can play along then see our sheets yeah yeah exactly exactly okay um the second one that lets you um, impact your numbers it's just called bis in the rule book like bis and if you pull up your score sheet again it's like the what would that be second to last column it looks like a mailbox like a pink mailbox that has bis on it it's a German game, so I don't know if they just like couldn't translate that. Maybe it comes from like Bismarck, you know, where you have to like mark it down on your score sheet. I, I really don't know. No idea. Um, no, I, I probably just alienated like a whole country, you know, by like, <laughs> misusing Bismarck. Totally fine. Okay, so if you flip a, if you choose an action that has the associated Bis with it, that allows you to duplicate a house number on any street. So the way that works is you go in to. A, you go into a to a house, and you are allowed to duplicate the number of an adjacent house. So if I let's see, in, like towards the center of my top street, let's say I put in an eight earlier in the game, 
And now I'm choosing a number that is a 12 and abyss. First thing I would do is I would place that 12. I can go anywhere I want. It's just a normal number placement. It has nothing to do with the abyss. Okay. Then I would come in and I would duplicate. Let's say I want to duplicate that eight that was in the top middle of my of, of my street that I placed earlier. If you if I click next to that and then scroll over to the eight, the app automatically selects eight and it has like bis written in little tiny letters under it. That's letting me select, or that's how I note that I used a bis action to duplicate a number because normally I could not place an eight next to an eight, but I'm allowed to do that because of the bis. If you then pull up your score sheet, you can see that you have, it has again marked out one of the squares on the bis column. However, because that's good for you, these are actually negative victory points. So it's actually subtracting victory points and if I use more and more of that BIS action, it will subtract more and more victory points from my final score. That's not good. It's not good. But the advantage here is that I basically got to place two numbers, right? Because I, I placed my original number, which was like the 12 or whatever, anywhere I wanted. That had nothing to do with where I placed the BIS. And then I came in and placed another BIS. And so a, a number using that action. And so I've effectively taken two actions in that turn. So that's why it gives you those negative victory points. Um, and you can see that it kind of ramps up. So using the first couple is probably okay. But again, if you get to a point where you don't want to, it's always optional. So you could always choose that number and not use the bis if you didn't want to. Um, so those are the two that kind of mess with the number. The last one I'll talk about has to do with the objectives and it has to do with making estates. Um, so the idea here is that I'm going to wall off houses to make one large estate. And that's going to be worth some number of victory points to me. So the first way you do that is I flip a fence action. Well, actually it's called a surveyor, but it looks like a brown house with a fence in front of it. So if you look on your app, you can see all these like white dotted lines between the houses. If I choose a surveyor action, I can go in on any of those and you can see it's just like an X and a check and click on it to draw a fence in. What that does is it, do, it does two things. It does The first thing that it, it does is if you go to your um, score sheet again, there is a value for sections of estates that you create at the end of the game. So you can see in that sort, like the largest section um, that has the purple real estate, it looks like stacks of money with an arrow going up. It lists estates from one to six, and that's the number of houses that are grouped into the estate. And so if I draw a fence, um, let's say I draw it again on that top street, if I draw it three from the left and I wall in three houses on the left side, the edge of the street counts as a fence. And then I've drawn a fence and kind of fenced in three houses. So now this section of houses counts as three estates. So now I've walled in those three houses. If I then go in and actually build those houses, so if you drop numbers into the houses that you've walled in and then go to your score sheet, you'll see that it populates that you have one estate that is three houses wide. And it scores that as three victory points uh, times the one that you have created um, to give you three victory points. Another thing about BIS actions, BIS, BIS actions can never be separated by a fence. So again, I said like when you when you type in a, a, a BIS, like I duplicate my eight and I type in eight BIS next to it, I can never separate that by a fence. So I can never come in later and draw a fence in and I can also never extend that past a fence. Like if there's, an, if there's a fence next to my eight, I can't come in and draw the eight BIS on the other side of that fence. They always have to be tied together. Okay, cool, got it. This leads actually pretty well into the, the last action, which is the real estate agent. And you can see if you click on that column of three, if you ever flip a real estate agent, you are allowed to increase the value of one of your estate sections by one. So again, if I click on the three house estate and then hit the plus mark, 
it drops a black dot so that now all of my three house estates are worth four victory points instead of one. So you can see if I had multiples of those, how valuable that action would be. I think estates are one of the harder concepts to to kind of like grasp. Or do, I guess, do you have any questions on how that works? Not, not any questions, but let me try and uh, one question and let me try and reiterate just yep. because, because it okay. is kind of difficult to explain over just voice. So when, yeah. when I, when I flip a, it's a fence card. So we'll, we'll just call it yes. a fence card when we flip it. Yeah. I get to draw one fence or I can draw as many fences as I want. Right. You get to draw one fence. You can draw it anywhere, but you only get to draw one fence. And again, you're going over those dashed white lines to separate houses. And when I when we flip a fence and we flip a number five, do I have to put that fence around the number five house? No, you can place the fence anywhere. So those two, those are two that are set. Actually, the only ones that are linked to the house that you place are the first two, the park and the pool. Because the park has to be placed on the same street and the pool has to be placed with the same house. The other four actions, it doesn't matter where you, um, where you place the number. If I do not, so the fence can go anywhere. If I do not completely surround my estate, do I score any points? If you do not completely surround so like, your if, estate. So if you I, always will because the edge of the street counts as a fence. Right, but if I'm pushing my luck and towards oh, okay. the end of the game and I, I just I don't, we don't draw that last fence that I need, to, to draw the final fence link in my four estate, does it not count as an estate at that point? If you don't draw your last four, I don't I don't think I understand. So it will count as an estate. I'll explain it this way. It'll count as an estate if it is walled in on two sides by fences. Again, the edges of the street count. And so you can see there's solid white lines on either end of the street. And it will count as an estate if each house is built within that section. And it, it, the sections go up to six. And the, and the reason for that is if I build a house like right in the middle of the biggest street, you can still see that all I did was create two six sections, right? I Or I could go like nope, I, to the left. Yeah, and, I, I'm sorry. I I was messing around with the app. On the app, you can actually make fences, like a, a fence link on like the top of the houses. That doesn't matter. Oh, yes. And there's a reason oh, okay, for that. Sorry. There's a reason for that. So let's actually, this is a good time to transition to that. So... The reason for that is the other thing, the other way you can score victory points besides these kind of six sections, at the beginning of the game, there are city plans available. City plans are sort of like public objectives, and they are things that a basically a city planner has come out and said, I want neighborhoods to be building estates of this size, right, or of this type or whatever. So this is kind of the other place that the podcast version of this will kind of break down a little bit, uh, but we'll explain it. Uh, just as just as well as as well as we can. So the city plan has a certain number of estates listed of certain sizes, and so I'll list one of the one of the easiest ones we have right now is it has one estate of three houses and one estate of four houses. If you at any point in the game have completed an estate of three houses and an estate of four houses by walling it in with fences and building every house in there, then you complete that city plan. The first person to complete that city plan. Um, for this objective, gets seven points. And from then on, everybody who completed it would get three points. So you can still complete it. It's just worth less now. So again, that's kind of where it's going to like break down a little bit on a podcast is because like you and I will score it as if we are the only ones playing. Um, so if you are listening along and playing and you score, let's say that one that I just described first before we do, you would score the seven points. And then if we scored it later in the game, um, you could either, if you wanted to beat us, you could subtract points from four points from our score, or if you complete it after us, then again, you would just gain the three points 
instead of a seven. And when we when we complete those public objectives, we'll go ahead and say, hey, we completed this public objective. Yes. Yeah. And so I think we will also go ahead and put the public objectives in the show notes um, because you don't need to you may want to reference them several times throughout the game and we may not be talking about them. So we'll list in the show notes what we have um, just so you can can go look at it. But yeah, so, and when you do, I remember when I was talking about this now, <laughs> when you do that, an estate can only count towards one city plan. The way that you show that that estate has been used for a city plan is you go in and you fill in the fences along the top of the estate so that it's like fully boxed in by a black box. Oh, got it, got it, um, got it, cool. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's why it allows you to put marks along the top of a the the white fences that are along a top of a street. That's to show that you have used that section or that estate to complete a city plan. And from now on you cannot use that section again. You have to create a new estate to use it to complete a, a second city plan. But I don't have to flip up or use any fence actions for that to complete the the top. That's correct. So long as it already had fences on either side. You do not have to, you can complete the city plan whenever you have completed it. Whenever you have fences on both sides and you have built every house in between. Okay. Let me reiterate the estates, just mainly one for my benefit. And then also if if people are listening, just so uh, they they can listen through it. So the estates are basically uh, fenced in areas of your city. And the fenced in is a fence to the left and to the right of completed houses so you have to have put a number in the houses for it to count as an estate and when you have the estate if you look at your scores chart you can score a number of points per estate based on how big the estate is so if you have an estate of two that estate would count for two victory points the only caveat is if you get a was it city planner it's a real estate, real estate agent. agent. If you if that is one of the special actions that is flipped up, then you get to color in one of your top numbers, and then each estate or yeah, each estate of two now counts for three victory points. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. It'll always count for the the lowest number that is revealed. Oh, and then if you again, then those completed estates are used to complete city plans, which are three public objectives. At the far left of your score sheet, you'll see kind of number one, number two, number three. Those are the three city plans. If at any point you complete one of those, you click on it and then scroll over to however many victory points you got um, so that you can kind of like type that in. And when you like click away from it, it leaves that number there and that's how many points you scored for that uh, city plan. So we keep doing this over and over again, but how does the game end? Um, So the game ends um, when one of three conditions are met. Either a player crosses off their third building permit refusal Uh, which we haven't talked about yet. Um, But that is if you ever, late in the game, if a number is flipped and you cannot take an action. So again, you can't place, you have to place the numbers in increasing order left to right. Um, So when we get late in the game and your your neighborhood is all filled up, there may be a time where you look on the board and see there's no action that I can legally take. If that happens, then you would click on the, um, it looks like a stop sign. It's in red. It's on the far bottom right of your score sheet. And when you click on it, It just gives you like pluses and minuses to increase. And that's how many building permit refusals you have, which is I can't take a turn this time. Like there's not a number here I can play. If that happens to a player three times, the game ends. Um, You can see the more times it happens to you, you start to lose victory points. Um, So in your first two times, nothing bad happens. Or I guess in your first time, nothing bad happens um, because you still have basically minus zero. But as you 
take more of those as, as you hit more turns where you cannot take an action. Um, you start to lose victory points for that. It's not a lot. Like, minus three, minus five is not a lot when we're going to score around, like, 100 or something. But it is it is it is minus victory points for you. Um, so if a player does that the, three times, the game will end. And we will call that um, out if a when, when one yeah. of us hits that. So if you hit a if you hit your third uh, stop sign, whatever, <laughs> I have already forgotten what it's called. If you hit that, then go ahead, yeah. and then the game would be over for you. Right, and then the yeah. game would be over for yes. us as well. Yeah, in a normal game, yes, then the game would have been over for us. Now, there's not really a way for a listener to say like, well, how many points do Nelson and Dalton have when I ended the game? Um, so I think you like just for this medium, you would have to just compare your score then to whatever we get at the end, even though we've had more turns or, than you. In a normal game, again, that wouldn't or, happen. Or uh, just after every round, we we'll just call out our scores. Oh, I guess we can do that. Yeah, because well, the rounds go pretty quick, but we can call it out every like handful of rounds or something. Yeah, that's not that, a bad that idea at all. Because it does kind of score it we'll out for you. We'll do score checks. Um, yeah, good point. Yeah, score checks. That's a good idea. Yeah, so then people can kind of at least benchmark where they might be. The second way the game can end is if a player achieves all three city plans. Um, so if someone, again, you don't have to be the first. Because if you complete a city plan and the other player has already, or another player has already completed it, you just score the lower victory point. Um, so if a player ever completes all three, then the game ends. And that's at the end of that turn. Or if a player has built all of the houses on their streets, that's the that's the last way that a game like can every end. single so house. So those three, yeah, every single house has been built. That's has a number written into that's it. A lot of houses. Yeah, but again, if a player is taking multiple of the like bis actions, then it's possible that they could end the game by filling out their map before everybody else did. Right. So that's one. Again, it's a strategy that like a listener may not be able to employ very well because like you and I would still be like going. But if we're doing this the score checks, then they could kind of. Um, compare what they got to to our scores. Sounds good. There's one area of the game of the score sheet. That's that top right. You can see that there's a red section with two circles. That's a optional rule that we're not going to use. Um, so if you buy the game, you look into it. It's called like roundabouts. Optional rule you can use. We're going to not do that for now. Sounds good. Okay, so I think at that point we're ready to play the game. Is I'm going to hit the kind of reset button um, to get me back to you know something that's readable because I had typed all over mine. Um, do you have any questions before we get started? I do not. I'm renaming my cool. town, so, so, at, at this <laughs> point, uh, we'll uh, make sure that you hit that reset button. We will, we will, when we flip up the cards, I cannot see the cards. Dalton can, so if he wins, that's the reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm cheating. So, and I can read so things. we'll 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 make sure to reiterate because we know that you cannot see what the cards and so we, we want to make sure that this works for you guys too so we'll we'll try and reiterate and we'll do score checks every couple rounds okay so let's go cool so the first thing i need to do is i need to describe the uh, city plans to you again those are our public objectives so we have a number one a number two and number three um, the number one objective is build six estates that are one house each okay six estates that are one house each that is worth Eight victory points to the first person that gets it, and four victory points to the second person that gets it. And again, I'm going to remind you this information is available in the show notes, but I need to describe it to Nelson, so you got to sit here and listen to me do it. And but if you if you don't want to hear this, <laughs> or if you forget over the course of the game, go look. In the so show notes. so real quick, it, that's eight um, points for the first person and four points for every other person. That's correct. Okay, Anybody perfect. can complete it after the first person. Yep. The second objective is one estate with four houses in it and three estates with one house in it. Since there's a bunch of estates there between the first two that have one one house each, I'm going to remind everyone that you can only use a house, or sorry, you can only use an estate for a city plan one time. So if you go and build six 
one house estates to complete the first public objective and get eight points. And then you want to complete the second public objective of building one estate worth four houses and three estate with one house. You would have to then go build three additional houses with one estate each for a total of nine in order to complete both of those public objectives. Um, the third public objective is the one that I read. Oh, I'm sorry. And that second public objective, nine victory points to the first person, five victory points to the second person, to everybody else. The third public objective is the one that I read out earlier. One estate with three houses, one estate with four houses, worth seven victory points to the first person that gets them, three victory points to everybody else. Can you repeat that one more time? Yeah. Which part? The houses or the estates or just the whole thing? Just the whole thing. The third objective. Yeah. The third objective is one estate with three houses, one estate with four houses, and then that objective is worth seven victory points to the first person and three victory points to everybody else. Perfect. I'm taking notes. I'm just writing them down just so I can. Oh, gotcha. Well, that's good, because I was going to, like, type it in the chat so you didn't have to look at it every time, <laughs> but you wrote it down yourself, so you're fine. Okay, yep. So I think, I think I'm think i ready to start this game. So Cool. Cool, yeah, and what I'll do is I will um, I'll read off the actions that we have, and then I will just, when we're ready to flip again, I'll say something like, okay, in the next set of cards... Or what, and then I'll, I'll go ahead and flip and read off the next set of cards. So if you aren't ready, I would encourage you just to have yourself ready to pause the podcast so that you can kind of finish your selection and then resume and, and, and catch up on the, on the next turn. Because otherwise we're going to be moving through and it might be hard if you start to kind of fall behind. Okay, so starting out, we have a 15 with a park. We have a 6 with a park. And we have an 8 with a pool. Um, so again, each of these are ones that kind of have to be placed in the, in the like same row. I guess. And I am picking um, so one of these. Yes. And I can play it in any one of my rows. Yes. So Yeah, yeah, if you're picking the parks, yeah. Or actually you're right. You can place a house anywhere. But the park has to but be if you're placed to... in the same row as the house that I'm playing. That's right. And the pool has to be placed on the on the house that you build. Okay. Can you repeat those just one more time for me? Yep. 15 park, 6 park, 8 pool. So, so this is where the real test comes in of like... Yeah, I, I hate to say it, but I think you're already losing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling pretty That's, good. Yeah. <laughs> you're feeling pretty, pretty good on your first placement. There's a one in three chance that I made the same move that you did. No, there's so. not. Because you can, you, can you can put that house anywhere. That's oh, Okay, actually, you're right. You're right. There's a one in three chance I selected the same action. It's actually a fairly small chance that I placed the house in the exact same place. That <laughs> exactly. So so typically, if we're playing this around a table, would I know what actions you took? Like, are you required to tell me what actions you took? I, I would assume... I don't think the rule book really like specifies it. I would assume that it's like relatively public information, but like the score sheet, if we were playing physically in person is fairly small and like i'd have to like go like inch over your shoulder and like look at it cool then we'll go ahead and flip again then so now we have a let's see a 13 with a fence a 12 with a fence i hope you're looking to build fences and a six with a pool did we just have a six with a pool i thought it was an, no, we eight. Had an eight with a pool yeah it was an eight okay 13 with a fence 12 with a fence six with a pool but yeah i will say like on that last one like just from a strategy perspective, like I said, there are fewer of like the numbers at the extremes. So like I went ahead and took advantage of the um, of the fifteen because it's like oh I, like I I, I kind of want that fifteen um, because they're not super super common. And so that was that was something that I chose to play the fifteen. And then again, if I'm going to play a fifteen, then I probably want to play it at the far right of my street. 
um, because it's the highest number. You'll see that the app lets you select up to 17. Again, that's because the temp agency allows you to increase or decrease the number by two. Got it. Right. Okay. So you can actually go above 15 up to 17. Although I think that you can only go down to zero. Yeah. You can't go to negative one if you draw a one with a temp agency. Okay. Perfect. But just know that you can, if you're feeling bold, you can place a 15, not at the edge of the street and hope you get like a 14 or a 15 with a temp agency later in the game. Perfect. Okay. So I've already screwed up then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm so glad. <laughs> so let's flip again. Cool. All right. Next uh, next set, we have a 10 with a temp agency. So that's the one that lets you subtract up to two. We have a six with a bis, and then we have a 12 with a bis. So that's kind of hard, because I don't know if like using a, and again with the bis, remember you can place the number and the bis separately. So, you, so if it's a six with a bis or a 12 with a bis, you can place the number, that, that's totally independent. You can place that wherever you want. Um, and then you could duplicate one of your already placed numbers. That's kind of hard, you know, here at the beginning of the game because you may not, I don't know, you may not, I, I would struggle to use Abyss necessarily in the game, but maybe there's a strategy there that I just don't fully comprehend. Okay, so there's an 8 with Abyss, a 12 with Abyss, and a 10 with the Temp Agency? Yes. And again, if you use the 10 with the Temp Agency, go into your score sheet and select on the Temp Agency that you used one because that will be important at the end of the game. And then again, if this is your first game, I would encourage you to remember the city plans um so right now we have the the six estates of one a couple that have fours in them that sort of thing maybe just select a city plan and try and fill one out that's a good way to just kind of explore the beginning mechanics of the game kind of thing just like pick one i'm just going to try and fill that out and, and see how that goes for me okay cool i i need one card now you need one card i have pigeonholed myself <laughs> um, now <laughs> give me that one with abyss okay here we go <laughs> next set of cards <laughs> Um, we have uh, an 11 with Abyss, a 10 with a Temp Agency, and a 7 with a Pool. So 11 with Abyss, 10 with a Temp Agency, 7 with a Pool. The other thing I, I do like about this game, the like, the houses, I, I haven't looked through all the cards, but like the, the cards have pictures of the houses on them, and, it, and the number is shown as if it's meant to be like the house number, right? And so it's sort of shown like next to the door or whatever. As if, it's the, as if it's the house number. And I'm pretty sure each house so far has like individual art, which I really appreciate. I, I can't. Um, I, I Well, yeah, I'm playing on the app, which I assume is the same as the score sheet. And it looks like everything is unique, which is, which is really cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, they are. But I mean, the actual like when I flip the like the cards. Oh, that's really cool. The, like the physical cards they are, that they have like different individual arts on them, which is when I like try to give something that has like a when I try to give something a high component rating, that's like always something that I look for because it's. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. That's important to me. OK, so I, I, I'm, I'm ready for some new cards. Cool. Um, and I actually realized that I just clicked on like multiple things on my score sheet. OK, there we go. Now I'm no longer cheating. Um, okay, so we have a 14 uh, with a real estate agent. So that's our first real estate agent. We have a four with a pool, and we have a nine with a pool. Um, so 14 real estate agent, four with a pool, nine with a pool. So the the real estate agent again, if you're going to use that, you just go and you like kind of click on the column that you want to increase, and you can choose any column you want. Um, if you're going to use that this early in the game, that you might be thinking about like, okay, late in the game. What do I think I might have multiples of? Like looking at these city plans, I might think I might have multiple ones because there's like nine individual sets of ones, right? That might be a good like thing for me to shoot for. Or maybe the fours because I know there's multiples of that. Um, you can see the streets go from like 10, 11, and 12 in terms of like numbers of houses. 
So that can help you figure out, okay, how, how might I subdivide? If I like filled out the entire street with 12 houses in it, how might I subdivide that into multiple, yeah, into multiple estates, you know? So that could be another thing that you're trying to think of. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to fill out as many pools as I can because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that the next Olympian that comes from my, from my town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got the next Michael Phelps. Coming exactly. All right, so the next set of cards, we have a nine with a park. Uh, we have a five with a pool. And we have a two with a, uh, what is that called? The temp agency. Two with a temp agency. Um, and the temp agency is increasing your estate value. That is the real estate agent. The temp agency is the increase the number by plus or minus two. So that two with a temp agency can be, um, it's like the construction one. And so the two can be either a zero, one, two, three, or four. Um, and the advantage to using multiples of those, again, is that like the person with the most of them will will score seven points, second most will score four, and, and so on. Okay, do you want to do a quick score check just to, just in case someone has finished the game already? Yeah, yeah, in case someone's just absolutely killing it. I do, yeah. Let me, um, let me place mine. That, got that. Okay. Um, I think the only thing we'll have to exclude is like the, the temp agency on these like score checks because yeah. we don't know which of us has like more of yeah, them. Yeah. Um, and I don't really want to give that information away to each other, but right now I'm at 10 points. Damn it. I'm at nine. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is nine with a real estate agent, five with a fence, and five with a park. Um, so nine with a real estate agent, five with a park, five with a fence. I think I like messed up the order there, but either way it still stands. I just used something that wasn't the real estate agent. And then I like paused and was like, well, maybe I need to start using real estate agents at some point. <laughs> Cause I'm, it's really, I'm sure it's really I'll also, again, I've only played this game once. So like I'm by no means like an expert of it in terms of how to like win it. But I always look at those, like I'm going to get to the end of the game and worry that I didn't use enough of the real estate agents. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. So no idea. That's Okay. You have the hard job in this one because you have to play and think of clever things to say. <laughs> the clever things comes naturally, but <laughs> that's true. We'll just get unfiltered, Nelson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing, man. I that, there's a pool. Let's go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, this game can be a little overwhelming at first because it seems like okay, there's like so many options because there's so many houses that you can place and there's so many different ways to score victory points. That's why I said, maybe you just kind of pick something like one of the public objectives to try to complete. Uh, maybe do kind of what you're doing, pick like parks or pick pools and be like, I'm just going to try and max those out early in the game to see, you know, see if that, like if that's the way I'm going to kind of get points. Yeah. Um, but, but I know that like, it seems simple cause you're like, Oh, I'm choosing one of three things. I'm just picking one of the three pairs. And then you're like, okay, I want that one. And you look at your board and you're like, wow, there's like 30 something places. <laughs> I can, yeah, no, I, can I, I I've already chalked this one up to a loss, but let's, uh, let's move. <laughs> cause I was up by one point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the score so, check. Let's, uh, let's move that bus. I, I flip the cards cool. or what, move whatever. That. Yeah. Move that bus. <laughs> We're in like a neighborhood improvement. No, they, yeah. Uh, and that's, that's where type my mind of game. Went. Yeah, so that, that works. <laughs> Got a little Ty Pennington going. Okay, um, so the next set of cards, we have 11 with a real estate agent, uh, 6 with a park, and 7 with a real estate agent. So this is the time where if I forgot to be using real estate agents earlier in the game, uh, this is where I can I can do that. Um, so actually, I think I will do I'm that. just going to ignore that aspect of the game. 
I'm increasing the value of estates. I'm sure I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm also sure ignoring estates. Just entirely. Yeah. yeah. Just don't build them. No, you. I don't. No, yeah, no. So yeah, you definitely need those. Okay. I'll... You definitely need those. <laughs> there's there's two different. And again, it's because there's estates score you two sets of victory points. They score you victory points off how much the estates are worth from the real estate agent at the end of the game, and then they score you points for the city plans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. So. Okay. Um, so next set of cards. Oh, oh, here's actually an opportunity for you to build some estates if you so choose. Um, so we have a ten with a fence, a four with a fence. And an eight with a real estate agent. So this is a very estate-heavy set of set of cards. So you said a ten with a fence, a four with a fence, and a eight with a real estate agent. Correct. Look how good your memory is. I have blocked everything out of my mind except for numbers at this point. <laughs> it's only numbers up here, man. <laughs> That's it. I do want to note with the the fences that you can subdivide estates so in other words if i have an estate that is four houses i'm allowed to go in and split that into like a three and a one or a two and a two right because you just build a fence in the middle of the houses and now all of a sudden it's two different estates but you cannot do that if that estate has been used for a city plan okay good to at know. that point it's locked in next set of cards we have a 10 with a fence we have a oh wait i'm sorry that's an 11 with a fence i don't know how numbers work <laughs> 11 with a fence a 7 with a real estate agent and a 15 with a real estate agent i didn't realize there were so many real estate agents in this like i don't know if does it give you a distribution in here um oh it does it does that's very cool um so there are twice as many real estate cards and fence cards as anything else all the other ones so it's like a ratio of one of everything except for there's two uh there's twice as many real estate cards and there's twice as many fence cards. oh cool so that's, that's good to so know many. Now, and I've been you've been holding that information from me just so you could win. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I knew the distribution, and you did not. <laughs> I'm still trying to remember what a real estate agent does, but <laughs> but just this, to reiterate. I, dude, I don't know what they do in real life. No, I have no idea. But a real estate agent increases no the value of the estate. That's yeah, right. I'd, yeah, at its simplest, it increases the value of the estate. You click on the purple section of your score sheet and increase some whatever size estate you want to increase. Perfect. Okay, next set of cards. We have a 12 with a fence. We have a 1 with a temp agency. And we have a 2 with a bis. This is actually where I might start considering using the bisses, but I do want a fence. Um, but yeah, 12 with a fence, 1 with a temp agency, 2 with a bis. Yeah, where you start getting into interesting like decisions with the numbers, I think, is when you're trying to like split two numbers. You know, it's like I have, like, like right there, I have like a 10 and a 15. And I'm splitting it with a 12. So it's like, how close to the 10 do I put the 12? How close to the 15 do I put the 12? Like that sort of thing. Yeah. And so I, I want to go ahead and throw out that I completed the one estate with three houses and one estate with four houses objective. Oh, nicely done. I am one house away from being able to do that. Oh, so you beat me to it. I used the BIS for so that. So you go. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, so again, you go onto, the, uh, onto your score sheet, go into the number three objective, because that was the number three objective, and type in a seven. Um, if I complete it later, I'll be able to type in a three. Perfect. Because you beat me to it. Oh, good. So, you want to do a score check real quick? Just uh. Oh, yeah. This is a good time for a score. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> I'm going to complete an objective, get seven points. Let's do a score check. <laughs> I'm at... Uh, I'm at I bet you're winning. I got 15. What 27. do you have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a jerk. <laughs> hey, man. I'm well just played. trying to play the game. 
All right, next, next one, next one. All right, flipping cards. We have a nine with a park. We have a one with a fence. We have an eight with a real estate agent. Um, the other thing that's kind of interesting that you'll run into is you can only place a number once on a street, so you can only use a number three times, right? So, like, if you place all your nines, like, you place a nine on each street, you can never use nines again for the rest of the game, right? Because you even you could place abyss, but that's not a nine card, right? You'll always be rooting against nines for the <laughs> like. I don't want to see a nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't show it to me. Uh, give me those options one more time. Yep, nine with a park, one with a fence, eight with a real estate agent. Okay, cool. So next set of numbers. I think we both did a bunch of thinking for that one. So. Um, next set of numbers, four with a park, eight with a real estate agent, 10 with a fence. And I hope you guys like hearing me just say numbers over and over again, because it turns out that's actually all this podcast is. All we wanted to do was just record Dalton saying numbers over and over again. I'm and a fan. I hope that you listen to it. You're a fan. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, four with a park, eight with a real estate, 10 with a fence have you gotten close to filling out a street yet no (laughs) (laughs) i didn't realize i was supposed to i'm just ooh, go there you're not like specifically supposed to you can place like i think actually probably a better strategy would be to just like place all over and then like so that you're more flexible when you come to like choices later but i'm always hoping to like try and fill out a like one street i don't know like i think just there's like a part of my mind that says like that's the better thing (laughs) Yeah, yeah Uh, run run through those options one more time. Sorry, I got distracted. Oh, that's okay. I was talking to you, which I know is distracting. Yes, it is. There's a four with a park, four with a park, eight with a real estate, 10 with a fence. Um, The other thing I got to figure out how to do is all of my cards right now are upside down, which isn't a big deal because the game's symbolic, (laughs) but (laughs) I need to like, I don't know, maybe my shuffling's messed up and got it all mixed up because like one of them's right side up. The other ones are not. Yep. Cool. All right, so next set of numbers. We have a 7 with a bis. We have a 10 with a fence. And a 7 with a real estate agent. So I hope you like 7s because you're kind of stuck with a 7 in this one. Also, what happened to your pools? All your pools like must have be at the end or something. We haven't seen a pool in like forever. That's the I noticed because I, I take a pool every time one is given. <laughs> and currently, there are no pools. <laughs> so you said 7 with a real estate? Yeah, there's a seven with abyss and a seven with a real estate. And so if you want the a seven, last you one is ten with a fence. Yeah, so you kind of have like any of those as options. I've also just been kind of like clicking onto the app because I really appreciate that it like gives me suggestions for what the number should be. So I know <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, should it should a four go here? And it's like, do you want to put a nine here? And I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> oh, oh, I misjudged that one. <laughs> I'm like so off. <laughs> I don't know how to count to 15. Okay, here we go. So next set, we have a three with a park. We have an eight with a park. We have a six with a bis. So parks and parks and bis. Three, eight, six. Let's see. So I've been trying to think like, do you have any, do you have any ideas for other games that could work in like a podcast setting? I mean, I think roll and writes kind of lend themselves because again, it's sort of that bingo feeling of like something random happens and then you, the player get to do whatever you want. Um, but have any other games kind of like come to mind that could work in this like format? I've been I've been trying to think of that. I don't know. I and I keep going back to Roll and Rides because what what you were saying 
but there i guess there are some like social games like social deduction game could maybe work if how wait what how would a social like are you like when i hear social deduction i think of like um i think of like spyfall i think of secret hitler and those types of things and the the player like i guess well actually one way it could work maybe this is what you're thinking this is interesting if we got like eight people to play a social deduction game that was only that was only recorded and then the the listener had to kind of guess who was who who was the bad yeah or whatever that that could work that what you're thinking yeah that could work that could work uh can you run those options by me one more time i again yep, got this three with a park that's okay i asked you a, a very interesting question <laughs> so you were captivated three with a park eight with a park six with abyss i feel like every time i say that six with abyss i'm saying like six with abyss <laughs> you know it's like this like bottomless pit that the six is in okay let's do a score check yeah let's do a score check oh no <laughs> can we <laughs> we can do a score check i'm at 22 i'm just upset because like last time we did a score check you did you had 27 <laughs> you really got up from i'm there. at 35 now. and i haven't yeah 35 okay fine you <laughs> very good very good um so yeah if you're following along Hopefully nobody has ended the game yet. That would be pretty quick, but maybe that gives you a snapshot of how you're doing at least. Um, okay, 12 with a next set of cards. We have a 12 with a temp agency. Again, the plus or minus two. 14 with a park and nine with a park. We have all these parks popping up. It is kind of a weird thing about the game though that you have like all these, like you get streaks of, like you would think that it would be fairly well, the distribution would be fairly good, but you typically actually get doubles of something just because if you're, it's like, okay, if I get two individual cards and I'm going to flip one more card, you know, the odds that I'm flipping something different from those two is actually fairly small. I mean, not small, but it's not. Yeah, especially because as it's common as you might normally it distributed around six, seven ish. Right. So, yeah. 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 It's like that problem where you're like, how, what are the odds that two people in a, in a classroom have the share a birthday? And it's like smaller than you think because there's so many people that the odds that like someone, that two people have the same birthday is actually like fairly small it's it's kind of washed out or whatever yeah yeah we we did the online code name so i built a google sheet with that built out code names for people so we could play over like a zoom during this quarantine so first first yep. point if you want that send us an email send us a message on instagram or twitter or something and we'll, we'll shoot you that that file but second off is kind of that same theory was coming in where, you know, Codenames is a five by five grid. So there are 25 numbers and almost every single time a duplicate number was pulled and we had like a sampling of like 800 numbers, Yeah, which, which is just yeah. crazy. I fixed that in the code. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you want that, you're not going to have to deal with that problem. But when we were playing there, I mean, there were probably eight of us on, on, on yeah. I think we were using Google Hangouts, but we were, uh, you know, we'd have to go in there and just fill out a random letter. But I mean, it's an interesting theory. I, I kind of want to study it a little bit more, but yeah, because we're nerds. All right. You ready for the next number? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we have an 11 with a real estate agent. We have a 13 with a fence. We have a 10 with a fence. Again, hope you like fences. I just want to drop this reminder in because I just, I just did this. But again, if you fill in, if you, sorry, if you complete a city plan in order to show that you have used your you've used an estate to complete that city plan you need to mark along the top with fences mark in those black lines that shows that that estate specifically has been dedicated to a city plan so it cannot be broken by any more fences like you can't go in and split it and it also cannot be applied to any city plans later in the game so which one did you just complete 
Oh, I did the uh, the three and the four. Okay, cool, cool. One. So the same one that you had. I got my my strong three victory points from that. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Pretty good in this game, guys. I I, I would say Pretty so. Yeah. Good. Up to thirty victory points. I'm having fun with this. This is a, this is a good one. How mu- how much is this? Yeah, game? I'm really liking the app. It, the app is actually fairly it's it's fairly natural. It's a it's an easy way to play it. I'm sorry, what did you say? I interrupted you. I you picked this game up a little bit ago. How much is it? Oh, it was like twenty bucks, twenty five, something like that. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's perfectly priced. I mean, it's a pretty little box because you're really just buying like the stack of cards with the numbers and then a pad of paper. You know, it's a pretty simple production value. All right, next set of cards. Let's do it. Um, we have a nine with a fence. We have a five with a pool. And we have a four with a fence. So, again, the fences and the real estate agents are the ones that have twice as many cards in the deck. So you're going to see a lot more of those uh, than you would the other options. But you do have your pool again. So Yeah, exactly. Good. Can you run those by me one more time? Yep, nine with a fence, five with a pool, four with a fence. Um, and one reason I picked this game up is I don't... I, first of all, like I said, I, I, I didn't own any roll and write, so it was, it was kind of a genre I was wanting to try. Um, but I also didn't own many games that scaled well past, like, six, you know? And it's kind of a, it's, it's a hard, like, niche to hit. It's sort of like you have code names like that. You know, you have party games like that. Um, you have some social deduction games that can be, like, scaled past their intended numbers to hit, like... Um, like you can't really do it with like Spyfall, but you can do it with like Secret Hitler and like some other ones like that that you can kind of just keep scaling the number to get up. Because um, when my family gets together, we're usually like 12 to 15 people and everyone's trying to play the same thing. Um, so we'll do that with like codenames. We'll split into like a team of seven and eight, knowing that we could very well just split the two games of codenames if we wanted to, but we prefer just to play with like a whole bunch of people. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of like Elder Core, you can just scale that one too. Yeah, just scale up the horror right up. Play with like a whole bunch of people. I've done that one time. It was a lot of fun. Um, Played with like 16. (laughs) (laughs) It took forever. Um, We said just take your turn simultaneously. We're not going to deal with. (laughs) But yeah, uh, next set of cards, and then I'll keep with what I was saying. So next set of cards here. Three with a bis, 12 with a fence, eight with a, what's the construction called? The temp agency. Eight with the temp agency. So three with abyss, twelve with a fence, eight with a temp agency. But but yeah, like like I was saying, I just I didn't have many games that really scaled very well past past like six or eight. Um, so I'm I'm hoping I haven't tried it yet, but I'm hoping that this will be a good option for my for my family to try together. I'm kind of looking forward to trying that. Yeah, because no, I want to try this game with like fifteen people. Yeah, you know, yeah, and just yeah. like kind of see, see how we'll, that see goes. See I think how it goes. Be, yeah, exactly. I think that'd be a lot of fun. All right. Do you want to do a quick let's score, do score check? check? Yeah, let's do let's let's see who's beaten us already. I'm at 46. Yes. Damn it, I'm at 34. I'm <laughs> I'm so bad. Okay. Anyway, we're moving on to the next card, and we're just gonna drown our sorrows in cards. Okay, ten with abyss, four with a temp agency. I keep forgetting the name of that one. Seven with abyss. The temp agency is the plus or minus two. That's correct. Yes. So ten with abyss. Four with that temp agency, so that could be anything from a two to a six, and then seven with abyss. Um, it's also hard because I'm like looking at it like, man, I don't want to like type over my, you know, like what could potentially have a pool because I can't come back in later and like build into a pool. I don't know if you've like been doing that too, but yeah. it's like I'm trying to dodge houses that have pools. Oh yeah, no, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and then also like I've already kind of screwed this up once. I I built too many into a street that didn't have a forest. So like I can't go <laughs> no, in no, no, and no, like yeah. 
I'm looking for yeah. one specific combination to come up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, mentally finish like out your I, cannot build, I cannot build that house. Whatever I do. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't click on that number. So I'll, uh, I also just completed the one estate with four houses and three estates with one house. Oh, man. That's not good. So that's nine victory points for you. Oh, wait. I just did that, too. Oh, yes. I got lucky. Okay. Awesome. Do we both, I totally do forgot we both about that. get that, then? We do. We both get nine points because we both completed at the same time. Nice. Good job, buddy. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really good at this game, guys. <laughs> really good at this game. Okay, cool. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I, totally I just shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> just scored it and not, yeah, not called it out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, since we both completed at the same time, we both get the nine points. And then if anyone completes it after this point, they get the five points. So only the first objective now is unscored so that would be the one with six individual estates worth one sounds horrible i know that's gonna be really tough to do also i will i want to remind us that the if either of us finishes out all three objectives then that ends the uh that's one of the end conditions for the game right yep cool i'm one card away oh wow no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i just need a single fence and it's all over all right uh we have a three with a temp agency a six with a park and a 15 with a temp agency so you can get anything on like the ends of the spectrum apparently with this one so 15 with the temp agency a six with a park and a three with the temp agency yes that's correct i don't know why you read them backwards from the way that i read them but yes that is correct because that's how my mind works buddy yeah okay well all right that's fair um, and again, if you ever use the temp agencies, just remember to mark that you used one. Yeah. Because um, that's that's important at the end of the game. Okay. Cool. Feeling good. Next setting. This is a good You're game. You're feeling good? Yeah, I like this game a lot, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> We're going to have to do this. <laughs> you want to do a score check? Yeah, we'll have to do this again, like not on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I think it would be fun for you to kind of like explain it to like, because like you have a whole like clan living with you right now. Right, with <laughs> right yeah. And your roommates and everything. But I mean, it'd be super um, so it easy be to dip. like get everyone on and just like yeah. do like a ten-player game of it, right? So right. And one thing I like about it is that you can kind of flip it, and then like we can do what we're doing, where like we're kind of like having a conversation while we're like thinking about it in the background, or if there's like multiple people on like playing the game, then like somebody can if someone finishes their turn quickly, it's sort of like playing like seven wonders or something, where like I've made my selection, and so now I'm like talking to someone who's also made their selection, but like waiting for someone else to be done, yeah, kind of thing. So. Um, all right, next set of cards. We got a 14 with a fence. We got a 6 with a pool. We got a 2 with a real estate agent. Yeah, so 14 with a fence, 6 with a pool, 2 with a real estate agent. And I really needed that pool to be in any other number than a 6. That would have been... <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, bud. <laughs> that would have been just fantastic. What was the um, number with it, the it fence? Always... The 14 had a fence. I also just realized that the app actually puts in like a little cancellation sign if you around the fence if you build a ten, or I say build a ten, build build a bis, um, so that you've like copied a number over that it actually puts in. And like I said earlier, that will like if you ever do that, if you ever place a bis, you're not allowed to break that with the fence. Those numbers are kind of tied together now. Um, but I didn't realize the app actually like wouldn't let you do that until just now. So that's kind of helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering what that little symbol was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's telling you you built a bis there, so you cannot break that with a fence next set of numbers we have a nine with a real estate agent we have a nine with a real estate agent and we have guess what a five with a fence 
if you thought I was going to say now with a real estate agent again, you're ridiculous because the odds of that would be very small. <laughs> but not zero. But not not zero, but on a podcast, very small. I don't know what the odds are because I don't want to do math on a podcast. Yeah, math is rough. Math, yeah, math is math is just hard. No other way around it. Score check? Yeah, let's do a score check. That's 67. I'm at 54. I feel like I've just been like offset <laughs> by you from like, by like some number between like 10 and 15 for like the longest time now. <laughs> but don't worry, there's an epic comeback coming up, which I don't know what it's going to look no, like. No, I'm very excited to see like it, yeah. I'm sure you are. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next set of numbers, we have eight with a pool. Hey, there are pools in this game. There are eight with a park and a five with a a five with a real estate agent. I see you pumping your fist. Was that like one of the ones you were waiting for? I That was that was a good one. That was a good one for me. That was, that was a good one for you? Well, I wish it wasn't. Thanks, man. <laughs> You're very welcome. Like, I want you to do well, but I don't want you to do so well that you beat me. <laughs> no, and, and which I same goes to you. Exactly, exactly. It's just, it's it's about respect. <laughs> I, I must respect my elders. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I also told my wife that this was going to be like 30 minutes. Uh, oops. Ooh. Oh, that's fine. Big oof. <laughs> it's all right. We're at like hour and... <laughs> hour and 30 minutes is what you said to her? Uh, two, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go. More, more, more. All right. More, more, more. We have an 11 with a real estate agent, a 7 with a park, and a 1 with a park. And just so you know, I don't think this actually really matters to you, but I'm going to have to shuffle after this. We've gone through the deck. So, dang it, did you get another one you needed? That was the one I was, that, that's one I alluded to earlier. That oh. you were, like, holding on to, like, waiting oh. for. Ah. Okay, cool. Is the game over now? I <laughs> it's not over yet. I still have to do things. I'm I can I'm participating. I'm gonna I'm gonna score points too. I promise. Mom, don't be ashamed of me. <laughs> it's okay if my mom like picked it. My mom does listen to the podcast, but if she like came in and played this game, she would she would kick my ass. No, it's yeah. like every time I teach her a game, she wins. Yeah, like yeah. dang it, ma. It's me and my wife. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she does very well on first playthroughs through a game. It's true. It does. Yeah, so next set of cards. Let's see. We have a five with a pool. We have a two with a temp agency and an 11 with a temp agency. So hopefully you can find something that you can use in this set. I am all out of interesting things to say. Okay, so we just took like a little break. Yeah. And I, during that time, I posted something on Instagram, and now every time I get a <laughs> notification that someone likes it, it like covers you up. So I'm just like flicking, oh, no. flicking them out. <laughs> I'm like, get away, scram, <laughs> scram, <laughs> get out of here, Instagram. Okay, yeah. I don't want to see you. <laughs> um, but you guys should all go check out the Instagram because it's got some cool stuff. Yeah, we uh, during the quarantine, we're playing the game every single day, and currently, as of today, we're up to a, a little bit over 21 hours of playtime. In the last how many days? Twelve days. So twelve days. Yeah. So it, it's super exciting. I'm having a lot of fun with it. So I'm glad. Um, yeah. That's what two hours ish. A little less than two hours of game every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Move right, that bus. Move that bus. Come on, Ty Pennington. We have a ten with a fence. Did I already make that joke? We have an, an eight with a park, 
and a 12 with a real estate agent. 10 with a fence, 8 with a park, 12 with a real estate agent. I'm really mad that, like, I think you're beating me in this game, and you're having to do this, like, dual thing of, like, think and, like, listen at the same time. <laughs> I, I did just take my first stop sign. Ooh, man. Taking the stop sign. But let's let's do a score check. You want to do a score check? Oh yeah, yeah, you're showing off. Yeah, let's do a let's do a score check. I have ooh 63. That's better than I was. I'm at 63. 83. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all proud. Like man, I got this 63 going. It, it's honestly kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's adorable. Some, I'm really some just guy, cute. Yeah, some guys out here like I won seven turns ago. <laughs> You guys are awful. You are correct. You are absolutely right. Um, yeah, I'm really just here to make our listeners feel like um, they're doing very well. That's that's my goal here. And I, and I appreciate that. And you make me feel like I'm doing really well as well. Uh, you are doing very well. Um, okay, we have an eight with a park. Next set of cards. Sorry, I forgot to warn you. We have an eight with a park. We have a one with a bis. And we have a nine with a park. All these parks. Where were all these parks like way earlier? It's okay. Well, now I have taken my first stop sign. So, yeah, because I have nines all the way across. I have ones all the way across. I don't have ones all the way across, but I have, I'm unable to use ones all the way across. It is kind of funny with this game that, like, it's sort of like it, we, we talk about in the uh, in the Gloomhaven episode um, that we just released the other week. We, we talk about how in Gloomhaven, when you're playing and you start running low on cards... It's like all of a sudden the game ends, you know, like all of a sudden you're you exhaust because you're like, oh, I'm out of cards. I didn't realize I was this close to being out of cards. This game kind of feels that way where you're like able yeah. to like take these turns. You're like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then like the first time you take <laughs> like the stop sign of like a whatever it is, like a denied building request or whatever it's called. That you're like, oh, wait, I'm, I didn't know that I was that close. And then all of a sudden, like the game ends like a couple of rounds later. Yeah. Yeah. So next set of cards we got here, we have an eight with a pool. Real tired of seeing eights. We have seven with a fence and an 11 with a real estate agent. This game's about to end, dude. Is it? Did you take another stop sign? <clears throat> I did. Yeah, so you're on your second out of three then? Yes. I can count I can count to three. I'm, I'm good at counting to three. <laughs> I took all the My high engineering degree early. got me something. Sorry? I took all the high numbers early. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a strategy to that, too, of just, like, have I already taken too many of, like, X number? You know, should I be taking something, you know, other numbers right now or something like that? I don't really know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Let's see. I'm making my final selection here. I also made a huge mistake earlier. I just want to share this because I think this is really funny. Where, like, remember I was I was all talking, like, at the very beginning of the podcast. And now that I'm saying this, you can't edit this out because, like, I'm going to reference it. But I was talking in the beginning about how, like, that 12 house street at the bottom, you can, like, go ahead and, like, subdivide that and think, like, oh, like, maybe I want to build, like, some threes out of that or some fours out of that or some sixes out of that or some twos out of or whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm going to build some fours. So I've been using my real estate agent to, like, bump up my numbers of fours. And then, like a dumbass, I went and built abyss <laughs> across, like, one of the divisions I would need to, like, subdivide it into three fours. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> the eight nine of it I, I dropped a bis right there so i can't build a fence there and it's like nice dang it like why why did i do that that was so dumb but that's okay you know we're, we're learning here the the, <laughs> the listeners are gonna are gonna kick our butt all right 
Next set of cards, we got here an eight with a park, which I feel like we just had. We have a five with a temp agency, and we have a nine with a fence. Um, the other funny thing is, like, at the beginning of the game, I was like, man, these temp agencies are really annoying. I don't need this. And now I'm like, please, God, send me a temp agency. <laughs> like, <laughs> the that's the only way I'm going to fit something Is in. the plus or minus? That's right. Yeah, plus or minus two. So we have a five with a temp agency. So if you need anything from three to seven, they, that one's got you covered. Um, then eight with a park and nine with a fence. Fences are the other thing that I'm like hoping for at this point. It's like I feel like I'm going to get points from fences. Yeah, I'm looking for for fences. Yeah. 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 So next set of cards. We got a seven with a park. We have a 15 with a real estate a agent and a four with a park. Seven with a park, 15 with a real estate, four with a park. You're still placing over there? I'm still placing, man. <laughs> You're staying alive. Score check. See, I would say that, but I think the game's going to end here imminently. Very, oh, yeah? Very, okay, very okay. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, so let's let's hold off on that because I think we're only like one or two turns away from the end of the game. Okay, cool. Probably. So. This is probably, yeah, this is probably the last turn for me. Let's okay, on. yeah, one way or the other, right? Here we go. All right, last turn. 15 with a park, uh, one with a real estate agent, seven with a bis. So you have uh, that, one that fifteen and me. seven. So you have like the bottom, the top, and the middle. If you need any of those, <laughs> that that ended it for me. Okay, I cool. took my last stop sign. Okay, I take a stop sign that turn, which ends it for me. Okay, so it looks like at the end of the game, neither of us completed the first objective of six individual houses. I mean, that was just that took too many fences, right? I don't know if right. that was what you were running one, into. Two, three, four. I I was one fence away. Really? Okay, you were a lot closer than I was. I think I'd kind of given up on it though. Yeah. Like I got I, my I, three off the second objective, and then I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna pick up five or six more fences. Yeah, I, I have, I have four one division houses that are not used yet, but I have, I have two houses that if I uh, divide uh, them, then I, then I get it. So. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes Close. sense. That's a smart way to do that. Big brain plays over here. Um, before we add in our final score, um, we need to determine who gets the most points from the temp agencies. So it looks like over the course of the game, I used six temp agencies. How many did you use? Good God, I used four. You used four? Okay, so I get seven points from that. And um, I give four. It looks like if I click on this on that area, it lets me select seven, four, or one. So I select seven, and you select four, which I'm pretty sure is going to make the difference here. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, so, that's where all so, my points were coming from. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good strategy, bud. It was not, but that was that was <laughs> eleven one eleventh of my score. So, so nine percent or whatever that is. Seventy-seven. I had seventy-seven. You're right. <laughs> Math is good. Math is fun. I I ended mm -hmm. with eighty-four. Eighty-four. Okay, awesome. So that actually was like closer, probably than I was thinking that it was gonna be. Because um, I'm sitting here thinking, like, um, kind of, I guess, where did your where did the most of your points come from? As you like look across the bottom, it kind of like sums up in your score sheet. Like it sums up all the categories for you. So what were kind of like your big hitters? Yeah. So I, I'll just run through them. Um, we'll, we'll just run okay. through them just because I'm kind of curious. So from okay. uh, objectives, I got 16 points. Mm -hmm. From parks, I had 22 points. Mm, uh, yep. From pools, I had 13 points. From the uh, temp, no, yeah, the temp agencies. Temp agency, yep. Yeah, I had four. Yep. Then from one division, from your states. Yeah, from the one division of states, I had twenty-one. Then. Oh wow! So you had set. Oh, that's right, because you had seven. Yeah, of I had your a lot. individual ones. Yeah, yeah. Then I had 
two points from two estates, uh, four points from my three estates, and ten points from my four estates. Then I had minus three from BIS and minus five from uh, not being able to place the stop signs. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Um, so I had 12 from the objectives, just a little bit off from you. Neither of us completed the the first objective again, um, but I was just a little off from you there. Um, my parks, I had 14. I was hoping to get more points from that, but like all of mine are kind of like maxed out except for the last spot. Like I missed the last park on two of the streets. Ooh, I, 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 I focused on one street. Yeah. Yeah, and again, that like that's a huge jump. Like the bottom street goes eight to eighteen. That's like a bunch of points for that last park, and I just missed yeah. it. And and so. I had basically my parks. I filled out the parks in the bottom, the mm-hmm. the bottom street just quickly because so, yeah, like, that's, that's a lot of points. It is. Yeah, I think that's smart. Um, I had nine from pools. I found pools like really hard to yeah. Pools place. Are again, rough. I'm only my second. Yeah, they're really rough. That's only, again I'm only my second. I think one thing I would take away is like going back. In the beginning of the game, I would fill out probably every pool I could if I think I want to do that, and then just like place my numbers around that because like the that is the most strict placement requirement. The pools is seven from my temp agency. I had twelve from my estates of one. I had one three for three points, and then I had twenty four points from estates of fours. So I had like maxed that one out, so I was getting eight for each one. And again, nice. I was trying to like get multiples of that, and I actually would have gotten five estates of that if i hadn't dropped that one bis in the wrong spot that i was talking about i would have built a fence and had my bottom like a street maxed out for that Uh, but as it was that street only gave me one set of four unfortunately so that was three sets overall eight points each for 24 Um, and then minus one for bis minus three for stop signs so i didn't have many minuses either yeah so i don't know overall impressions of the game like what do you think uh, no, I, I, I love it. Like, th- this was a lot of fun. I, I've played one other role in right, which is on tour. And okay. I've heard good things about on tour. It, it, I mean, it, it was good. After about four or five plays, I was like, okay, I, I, I think I'm done with, with yep. I, I assumed role in rights at that point. But this has a lot to it. This is actually a pretty heavy game. Yeah. So 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 that, that that's good. Um, yeah. I, 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 I would really totally like agree. It. When I purchased the game... Sorry, I, I would agree when I purchased it. I think we're interrupting each other more tonight than we normally do because, again, we're not in person, so there's, like, a little bit of a lag. And when we, like, I start talking, and I'm like, oh, gosh, he was talking for, like, three seconds. I'm so sorry. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> I, I agree. When I purchased this game, it looked smaller, I think, than it actually is because I looked and was like, oh, you only make a decision on one of three things. Like, you just pick your one action, right? You pick one of the three pairs. That seems pretty easy. There's, like, numbers, and there's, like, six actions. Like, that's enough variability where I'm going to be interested but then I got to playing the game and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much more complicated than I thought because there's so many places where you could put your numbers, you know, it's, and, and I would, I would think we can't do this in person, but I would be, if we, if we did, I would be really interested to see where you ended up because like I could, I could have created an exact duplicate of your sheet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That, that was possible. So, so go ahead and make sure that you take a picture of your uh, screen and your scorecard because I do Absolutely. want to throw those up on on the website and shoot, shoot those to me. I'll shoot you mine just cause I'm curious to see what they look like. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see a bunch of pools with like a red thumb <laughs> because <laughs> I ignored them <laughs> oh, and you'll see good. my one like mess up with the bis where it's just like, eh, you can't build a fence here. So you lose the game. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that, that's great. That's great. Um, yep. so let's, let's run through the, the Mac rating for this guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like again, I had I had not played a roll and write before playing this game, so like I'm I, I a part of me wants to rate the mechanics extremely highly because I'm like grouping all of roll and writes into that high mechanics rating, but like recognizing that there are 
a bunch of like rolling rights and I don't I don't need to rank all of them within that mechanics rating. I think that still probably hits in like the good not perfect realm. So I would I would place it somewhere in like seven and eight. I think probably seven and a half is like where that where that falls for me. I was landing um, so on seven a and a half in mechanic. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I was just saying I was agreeing with you. I'm I'm land I landed on a seven for mechanics. Yeah. Um. So I think it. Because I it think you were, you were from... saying that Roland rights are the game that is perfectly fair to everyone. Yes. Right. Because we all have the we're all exposed to the same randomness. Right. Like the, I'm not exposed to a different randomness than you are. So there is randomness, but we both have to respond to it in the same way. And we both yeah. have the opportunity to do the same thing. So uh, experience. Experience. I think the only thing that like takes this one down from being like a very high experience for me is that like if I'm not intentional about talking to you, then I can kind of like just end up focusing on my game and kind of lose the interaction that I enjoy in board games, right? Yeah, that and that's one of the critiques that I've heard about Rolling Rights is that they can be the multiplayer solitaire where yeah, you know, there's no player interaction whatsoever. You know, yes. we, we you can play with a hundred people, and you don't have to even have audio talking with right. those other hundred people, right? If you're all seeing the same thing, and and honestly, that that that's where faults and experience for me. Um, yeah, yeah, is is just yeah. like there there is no player interaction, which which is is not something yep. I necessarily enjoy. So exactly, I, I, yeah, we, I, I'm I'm around like a six seven for experience. Yeah, I put six and a half down, um, Perfect. and that's yeah, again yeah. just because like it's like if anyone was like, "Hey, can we play Oakland 2? I'd be like, "Absolutely!" Like I'd love to play that, but it may not be like my first like let's let's play this game. And then components, you can't really rate components because I'm the one looking at them. Um, <laughs> but I think the fact that they put out, they they knew that the score sheet was a consumable, so they went ahead and put out an app. I think boost the components for me a whole bunch. I, yeah. I have a ton of respect for that decision. I think that was very very smart. No, absolutely, and, like, and and it's like yeah. it's a selfless thing for a company to do, because absolutely, right? It, it's a free app that you can use and you can play, play mm-hmm. on, and you're you're not forced to buy a new game after you've played it fifty times, or yeah, however many times. Like I I I, I respect that from, uh, Blue Cocker. Is that who you said yes. made it? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, and it's and we're not like being that's it's a cocker spaniel. That's where yeah. that like comes. Yeah, from, yeah, by yeah. The way. <laughs> cute, cute little pup. It's a cute puppy, yeah. Yeah, so I think I would put it probably, again, in the good category. The art is like, again, you can't see it on the cards, um, but it's nice, and like it's individualized, and I always look for that in a board game. Um, there, there's at least a couple cards where the, the picture has like a really cute puppy on it, usually a Cocker Spaniel, you know, just, I don't, I wonder why, but. No one knows. Um, so anyway, I would probably put it around like a like a seven, where it's like, okay, you did a good job. It's not like, I don't, I'm not super drawn to the artwork, and, and again, the symbols of like what the, what the actions are are pretty they're like a simplistic art style but it's done well so um, yeah i would, I would I, be happy to invest 20 bucks in this game well worth it oh oh yeah yeah i if, if you didn't own it i'd go out and buy it so thank yeah. you for owning that yeah i'm happy to <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i kind of landed around the same area as like a i, I was leaning more towards like a five or a six like mm-hmm. the theme isn't necessarily there for me but oh, okay that's fair yeah, you know, like I said, the app just drug it way up. Like I just, I, I really yeah. gave a lot of points. Yeah, to yeah, and the app the works app. really well. Like I honestly, if I'm if I'm sit, next time I come over to your place and we play this game, I don't know necessarily know if I want to not play on the app. Yeah, just because it scores for you, if nothing yeah. else. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does it, math for you. It, it makes it a little bit easier. It, it reminds you when you cannot and when you can't do abyss and or make a fence because of abyss and everything like that. Yep. So, and you will lose the game for it. And it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly 
Exactly. So. But yeah, we'll, we would love to see, like I said, in the show notes, we have the, um, we have the objective cards. We'll, we'll drop a link to the, to the app and we would love to see you guys leave a comment with, um, what your scores were. Um, so I can know how much you beat me by, um, that, that'll really just brighten my day. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, <laughs> we will, uh, we'll go ahead and throw this up in the Instagram story as well. So, and, and we'll have a little, little area where you can respond with your score. Uh, just shameless plug for all of our social media accounts. Uh, we're on Facebook, so Fantasy and Some Flights Facebook. We're on Twitter at and Some Flights. We're on Instagram, Fantasy and Some Flights. There's a theme. Uh, you, you <laughs> What's our website? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Our website's a little bit unique. It's www.fantasyandsomeflights.com. That's uh, right. That's where the show notes will be posted. The the last one is if you uh, want to just straight up email us, uh, we're Fantasy and Some Flights at gmail.com. So. Yeah, and I would specifically push the email route. If you have an idea for what we could play on a podcast that you could kind of get involved in also, because again, we are very bored during the quarantine. So we are <laughs> happy to play a board game, record it, and try and, and play it with you while we're all kind of sitting this out. Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, I got a half-finished game of Catan downstairs that I'm going to go need to finish. So, dude, this was, this was a lot of fun. We'll, we'll, we'll set something up maybe sometime later this week or uh, this this next weekend to get a bunch more people to play this with us. Yeah. Uh, like do, yeah, absolutely. Do hangouts or something. So that, that'll, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. It'll so, be a lot of fun. So we, right. we can't, we can't cheers glasses, but it's all right. I got my little, I did get a chess piece so I can clink it against my glass. So cheers, buddy. Cheers, bud. <laughs>